0: Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Andrew Dow with Saunders & Associates. It's time for another Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings and events on the East End. The Happening in the Hamptons podcast is sponsored today by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit newyorktitle.com or titleinsurance.com. Joining us... As always, our Dave Retiner, who's actually back from Florida, so welcome back. Welcome Thank back, you. Dave. Steve Glick. And today, Christine Resnick. Christine, how are
1: you? I'm great. Thanks so you? much for joining
0: us. So Christine is uh, a luxury agent based out of our Bridgehampton office here. And you're working in real estate now, but you've been coming out east for I mean pretty much forever, right? Forever. Yeah. So tell Everything us a little bit. Warm. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your background out in the Hamptons and how long you've been out here and how you got into real estate.
1: Well, I'm originally from New Jersey, and um, my mother decided in the family that we would summer in the Hamptons, and um, we bought a house in Montauk, and I've been out here ever since I was born. So, summering, and enjoying the beach, and fishing, and surfing, riding horses, and being the Hampton Classic, and it's just been really a great way to grow up. That's, that I, sounds like fun. I imagine yeah. That's, it is, that's yeah. A fun time yeah. growing up. I
0: mean, Montauk's yeah. like perfect for all those things. So, um, but before you started selling real estate, I mean, you were working in the city for a little while?
1: Yeah, I was in the city for about 25 years, um, working for Vogue for Anna Wintour, my first job out of college, learning the ropes wow. and fashion. So that was uh, that
2: must have been
1: fun. really, really great. Uh, I learned so much about business and how to, uh, you know, uh, Operate in those uh, high levels and high luxury levels. And then I moved on to fashion PR, where I work with one of the top agencies there, and moved on to after that, American Express, where I was the. Um, uh, luxury ambassador for Departures Magazine. So uh, there's, a, there's, a all about there's a theme here.
3: Yeah, Black luxury. Let me let me <laughs> ask you a question. So the movie <laughs> Double Rails Prada—that's all true. right? Is that is that really um, how what, what that is the
1: watered down version <laughs> of really? what I experienced? Oh, wow. uh, but wow. I, I will have to say that um, you know you 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 learn a lot from somebody uh, with with a tough uh, work ethic and an amazing work ethic like Anna. She's funny. amazing. But um, you know, it, you, I went up in the other elevator every morning, and uh, you just hold your breath if you're in there with her because wow. you're not wow. wearing what she <laughs> wants you to wear. It's pretty tricky. Uh, other than that, once That's you awesome. get to work, you're good. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, um, yeah, it was it's a it was a really good experience being in the city too and being. You know, they say if you can make it in the city, you can make it anywhere. Um, <laughs> but I made a lot of great contacts and learned a lot about luxury products and services. So
0: luxury has been your your thing for a long time. I mean, yeah. even before getting into the luxury real estate market.
1: Yeah, I traveled quite a bit um, all over the world. I worked with um, luxury uh, cosmetics and fashion brands. Uh, so I learned a lot about uh, what it takes um, to uh, sell a luxury product and demand those prices, those price points.
2: You're really somebody that like, you know, I've known you for a while, you're really somebody that like really is passionate about the Hamptons, you love it here. I mean, you're, you're, you're I really live, into it. I live it. Horseback I love rider. it, live, it's you're, in my blood.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't live anywhere else. Yeah, and yeah.
2: so your your luxury background, has that transferred into, like when you walk into a house, are you able to identify immediately? you know, things that about the house that you really appreciate sure. from that perspective, like yeah. the couch or something, you're like, oh, no, 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 no. we got to get rid of that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when I, when I work
1: with potential sellers, I can identify certain things they may have to upgrade, um, they may have to expand on based on what um, the market wants, you know, and that changes every few years. It doesn't stay the same. It's like you have to keep up on all the latest trends mm. in technology Um, For example, like geothermal, uh, heating, cooling. uh, You know, everybody needs a first floor master uh, where that wasn't the case, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Like now it's, you know, and it's, everything's big. Lower levels are huge right now. Mm -hmm. There's a big demand for... An entire life down below the house right. uh, and we never say basement anymore it's always lower yep. level um, but you know that kind of thing yeah you ha- I can I can see right away what needs to be done or not done sometimes people do things beautifully and I don't have to <laughs> touch a thing but so you, you
0: know. when it comes to real estate you're <clears throat> Primarily, is it fair to say, focusing as a, a seller's agent, right? You work with people that are are trying to list their house and yes. and working on at the higher end of the, the price point.
1: Yes. I work with very high-end builders. I work with architects. I work with people who have had properties in their families for many years and are ready to sell. Um, very... I work well with people who have very sensitivity uh, sensitivity issues in the family. Like the, it, it may be owned by several family members, and they need to sign have other people sign off on it. There are children, there are grandchildren. There's a legacy in the property, like things like that. I, I my relationships are everything with me. Like that, I that's that's what to me. Real estate is relationships. Like if you don't have good relationships with your clients, you don't have anything. You so. almost act it almost. It sounds
2: like you almost act like a counselor for them. You know. Like you have like, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're 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 really not involved, only you really that. Involved.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a one, a of the best, that's one of your best. That's one of your best attributes when you're working with uh, a builder or someone designing a house. You're going to be able to get in from the ground floor and help pick out the materials and the style that's, that's trending really well in the Hamptons. And if the product has already been built, you're able to come in and, and help stage it and pick out the right furniture and the best mm-hmm. finishes to make it look its best when you present it out there to the public and, and start marketing this property. So I think that's great that you have that design branding background in Manhattan because it's translating really well to listing um, and selling these properties out here in the Hamptons.
2: How did you get into it out here? How did you, wh- what made you decide to do it?
1: Uh, well, I came out with my horses. I had, at the time, I had three horses, and um, I w- wanted to just take a year off and ride and compete, which I did on an amateur level, like, down in, um, in the Winter Equestrian Festival in Wellington, in Florida, and then here, at the Hampton Classic, and then I got my license. I just... I, it fascinated me. I just, I was so fascinated with the different hamlets and the different lifestyles and people. And people just kept coming to me to say, like, this is what you should do. And <laughs> finally, funny. I just said, okay, like, let's give it a shot. So I got my license and went from and there. And moved out
0: here full time. Like, that, that was, I, full, I yeah. came
1: out, I literally sold my apartment in Tribeca and I came here, everything, bought everything. And my horses were in New Jersey. I shipped them all to here and that was it. I always
2: want to know this about, I never asked uh, an equestrian a this question, but like when I look at you know the Hampton Classic and see them jumping and stuff, it's like this graceful experience, and it looks it looks like majestical from the perspective of the of, uh, of a viewer. And I used to row crew in college, and people used to say that to me. And but when you're in the crew boat, it's like. A disaster. It's like it's like war is going off. Like everyone's yelling and screaming. and <laughs> right. Very violent. Right. It's chaos. And it's like yeah. total chaos. and I always wondered: Is is, is like um, horseback riding like that? Like do you feel? Is it stressful when you're? Or do you really feel like? Is it like intense? Like how? What is it's it like? It's
1: extremely intense. But the um, the equestrian sports are it, there's two areas of equestrian sports. There's hunters and jumpers, and hunters are basically. Um, they're determined. the The winner is determined by the actual riding skill and the way they look, the way their horse looks, the way they're dressed, the way their posture is. And the jumpers are more of the mavericks. They come out and they got to you, you're timed and you get around that course. It doesn't matter what you look like. You just get around that course and in a, in the shortest amount of time without knocking anything down. And that it's that takes a great athlete. Right. I mean, it really is. You are in your mind. You're listening to classical music. There can be no chaos in your mind. You right. have to be in present, in the zone, and you have to be completely focused. So, yeah, a lot of people do a lot of meditation and um, listen to classical music. When it's a they lot train. like preparing for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Get in the zone. Meditate a little bit. You got to get in the zone.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: Because the horse senses chaos. Like you can't be nervous. I or can't you even can't imagine. Be angry I can't. You or know, like
2: it, uh, you know, in Montauk, they have that uh, deep hollow ranch, mm-hmm. and I did that yeah. once with I, I don't remember who it was, but um, I went and did it, and I was horrified when really? I really started galloping. Horrified.
0: And I was you just never hanging on. Before.
1: It's a <laughs> you, ever, you ever ride a horse? Thing? Thing. I, I never actually, rode a
0: horse. I actually rode once when I first came up to visit. Galloping, uh, I went to the terrifying. Ranch and and to ride. It, and you had the horn. You were My blood pressure. I
1: could
2: feel my heart <laughs> going. I was hanging on like it was like a roller coaster. I remember it <laughs> wow. really but well. But you stayed on. Oh yeah.
1: Good then. We were lot. like, yeah, I didn't fall.
2: Yeah, I didn't fall
0: off. No. It's a, it's, yeah. it's a different experience if you've never I mean this is yeah. this is literally just like trail riding what he's talking about yeah. what she's yeah. talking about is like a whole yeah you're pivoting and, and stuff I mean yeah. I
2: was just hanging on from I was really just hanging on. that's good man good for you I've never rode a horse so. oh man it's fun It's oh
1: you gotta do it once in your life riding slow is fun it's relaxing it's on my list right? on it's on my list that is my goal I'm gonna get you on somebody somebody very old it's good it's good for me like a pony it's good for I'll do a pony I've got a pony for you it's yeah. good. It's good for
3: the grand. Dad has a pony.
2: <laughs> You're involved with some. Isn't she, she, she's involved with some uh, horse charity or something, or, or something. So
1: yeah, I, yeah. I, um, I actually raise money for Sea Tree, which C-Tree. is the center That's for it, yeah. therapeutic riding on the East End, which is an amazing organization. that yeah, it's caters a big deal out here. To children with um, emotional and physical disabilities, and helps them uh, come out of their selves and also be present and it helps with their therapy Um, so we actually put them on horses and we take them around obviously you know we're we're in control the whole time of the horse but it's a great organization and every year we have this uh, event at um at the sabonic uh golf course it's a Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. event and uh we actually auction off a birkin bag for those women out there that (laughs) want to join the raffle but um, it's, it's a wonderful organization, and it does a lot out here for, for yeah, children. Yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. a big thing Yeah, here. it's a big deal. It's awesome. Yeah.
0: I imagine being involved in that world probably helps with those relationships when it comes to real estate, too.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: So uh, if somebody's, you know, this, obviously, this has been a very competitive market for the last, you know, however many months, years we're, we're stretching this, too, but... Um, why when somebody's listing their house and they say you know why why work with an agent why um why you what can you do for them because um we didn't i don't think we've covered this yet since we hit record but before we were speaking you you're not just about putting that sign in the front yard and saying like look i can sell your house it's Mm -hmm. it it can start in in some cases if it's especially new construction from the beginning and, and stretch all the way through the sale and perhaps even after in some cases depending on what people might need but just take us through that process and why you would say it's important to work with an agent and you specifically.
1: I think it's really important to work with an agent because we have, um, we're privy to certain information and things that are going down under under the, the radar. The radar yeah. You know, it's, um, for instance, a lot of what I sell, I almost never put a sign out. I mean, honestly, mm. I literally sell things before the sign even goes up. Um, I recently had a listing um, I put on it it didn't even hit the market didn't even hit uh, MLS and it sold in two weeks over ask Um, and that kind of thing is important and I say this to a lot of buyers too: to be ready with Mm. you know get your money finances together be ready to make uh, at least at an an offer of asking price Um, the market is you know it, it It's really really hot right now Mm -hmm. so if you want to be in the Hamptons you've got to be ready and also you know for me I think we are since I work with a lot of builders and architects and developers I I get you know I get information ahead of time for
0: it's just good to know somebody that's in the know yeah it's like so
1: there's things that you that you may look on Zillow you may look on you know MLS, but I, I'm privy to some things that, just, yeah. that people market. don't even know about. It feels that, like That's
2: starting market. to happen more yeah. and more. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it feels yeah. like the internet
0: you know, various... It's losing, uh, its,
2: it's, losing its juice in this market. Well, it's,
0: like a, it's a good spot to start to maybe get an idea of like what price point you want to be at, where you want to be. Sure. A specific area, what things are, you know, selling for in that area and if, you know, it's, it's what you're looking for but, but when it comes down to, you know, a, a time to buy or a time to list, it's, it's important to have the right agent that Represent you um, on both sides. Um, and, you know, that that I think just goes back to, to the relationships that you were talking about earlier. So.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, they have to trust you. That's the right. relationship. It's, it's all about trust and respect. And without that, I, did, I don't think you have a good deal. And you, you know? were saying,
0: too, that, like, when it comes to working with a potential seller, I mean, you got to believe in the product that you're about to sure. represent.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, for instance, um, I sold a record breaking. Um, Modern, beautiful 11,000 square foot modern in North Haven for 15 million uh, last year. And it started out on a cocktail napkin with a friend of mine from New Zealand who had bought the land. He had been sitting on it for four and a half years on the water and he was going to build a traditional on it. And we spent time together and I just said, you know, why don't we do a modern? All glass, it's on the water. Mm. And then it just took off from there no, and we designed modern, the house you know? together the whole thing mm-hmm. like just and uh, down to you know designing it staging it and I sold it so that's awesome. what I love to do Right, that's I love awesome. like the whole that's process that's a great
0: story yeah mm-hmm. uh, let's talk a little bit about <laughs> what there is to do out mm-hmm. in the Hamptons because right now there's I mean two feet of snow we just got Slammed with this blizzard the other week or last weekend and the snow is probably gonna be here for the rest of february so Mm -hmm. you know i I know you said you like uh you're you're involved in the equestrian world um do do you ride this time of year i mean what do you do for fun i ride
1: all year round uh in an indoor Mm -hmm. and two trees has an indoor uh that you can ride all year round. you can also lease a horse or take lessons um you can also go to wolfer and take lessons and Uh, lease a horse Um, Maybe I'll do that. (laughs) But you could take lessons too if you just have an hour uh, and you want to get on a horse and and try it. You know, that's always an option. There's Channing Daughters, there's the Wolfer Winery. um, Great place to just go have a great brunch or, uh, you know, on a Sunday, just go and spend time with friends. And also, you know, there's, yeah.
3: Can you get lunch there?
1: Yeah, you, you can like go and snacks. get some it's charcuterie, like like and some snack, wine. Yeah. It's a little snack. Yeah. It's not like yeah.
3: you're not getting a like a big steak. Or yeah. Yeah. I never thought about going. But you're sitting
1: that. outside. They have an outdoor, it's indoor the on, the yeah. People, yeah. out the on the vineyard. It's beautiful. They don't go there for food. Where are you going, going for more? steaks for, the for, the for
3: lunch? That's another. That's another podcast. It's a whole other podcast.
1: Yeah, but there's plenty to do if you really, you know, if you really. Kind of check out, you know, you can go and dance papers. There's always a lot of things, special, like little events to do, like
3: uh, Hamptons. Uh, <laughs>
1: shopping. There's a great shopping in East Hampton and South Hampton right. always. Um, and then, you know, you can have a great little dinner at Pierre's or have brunch at, uh,
0: Dave is you know, our, at Lulu's. Dave is our resident uh, social and fashion expert. I and do it all. So Not fashion, though.
2: She's the fashion expert. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short, man. I feel like asking her for fashion I've been wearing the same outfit for ten years. Okay. Just well, different we'll color, we'll different up. colors, different okay. variations. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking at pictures from we'll like we were line. looking at pictures yeah, from was was like eight line. years ago, yeah. and I was like, man, I am wearing the exact same polo. Shirt. I have the pol- same khakis on it's today. Either a polo shirt or a khakis, and yeah, man, well, well, that's, the that's, that's, that's the look. It's It's a classic, Honestly, a classic look.
1: Mrs. Prada, Mucha Prada wore the same thing every single day. Yeah, of I life wanna too. move
2: into sports. There's a thing black, I wanna that move though, into right? sports, like sneak jobs. World. He was always with fly shirt jeans, thing. sneakers, like yes. that's like a there's a I yes, marry with the color, but I wear pretty much the same.
1: That's thing. good, so you don't have to worry about it. You're thinking about other things, you Yeah. Right. You're, well, I am, you know, know.
2: I, I'm a misunderstood genius, so <laughs> that's what they all say. <laughs> what do you got for us, genius? All right, so <laughs> 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 Harbor right. Frost starts this weekend, in Sa- or starts and ends this weekend in Sag Harbor. It's on Saturday, February 5th. You have arse, ice carving, fire dancing, uh, live music, and the, there will be fireworks by Grucci. So that is that's always cool. a great wow. Harbor Frost event fine. for it's everybody. Yeah. yeah. Well, is that Saturday and Sunday? That is Saturday. Just Saturday. All day. All day day Saturday and into the evening. So that will be lit up in Sag Harbor. That's going to be fun. And then also uh, the all-star comedy lineup with Joseph Vexi is going to take place at Bay Street Theater. And that's taking place also on Saturday evening. So after you do Harbor Frost, go to Bay Street, you're going to have live comedy. And I mean, right. how great is that that we can, you know, it's like,
1: Based it's group.
2: nice to have comedy, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I love comedy. I consider myself a comedian <laughs> in my own way. <laughs> all right, so it's going to be comedians Ken Kranz, Dante Nero, Dino Vigio. Sound, they sound hilarious. They're all very funny. Already. Dino v- Vigo or Vigio? Um, no, but they're funny. They're well known people. And then, Steve, I know this is a big one for you. Oh. I know you're big on this one, Steve O. Okay. What do you got? All right. Birding with Frank. Oh, Frank is back with the birds. Birding with Frank is taking place in Montauk. Okay. So, Saturday morning, get your binoculars. Bring your own. (laughs) B Y O B, right? Bring your own binoculars. Bring your own binoculars. (laughs) Got it. What what can we see?
1: Can we see, like, Osprey. You yeah, they see. got.
2: You can see birds. Yeah, I've
1: seen all sorts of great <laughs> birds out. here. No, in North Haven, they're incredible.
2: Yeah, yeah so you. That's bring fun. Up. Montauk. It's okay. fun. I'm Birding. Birding. You're you're there. Binoculars. You're there. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. I gotta get a. I gotta Probably. get a pair of binoculars. So you go there with binoculars. You can see scoters. I don't know if that's what that is. You see loons, eiders, and many other Arctic avians. Mm. Hmm. And you also get to hang out with a guy named Frank, who is a A very serious burger. So that's what's going on in the Hamptons. Okay.
0: For more on what's happening in the Hamptons.
2: Thanks, Dave.
0: Talk to Dave. (laughs) And for any fashion advice, also consult Mr. Rettiner for the numbers.
3: The data. I got your data this week. Over the past week, there were 28 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. You compare that to last year, 2021, there were 64 listings. So we're looking at a decrease of year over year of 56%. However, if you go back to 2020, there were 29 listings that went to contract. So that's off by one listing. So it's a decrease of 3%. The breakdown of those 28 transactions this week, there was one between eight and 10 million, five between four and 6 million, 13 between two and 4 million and nine under $2 million. The dollar volume this week, however, was $80 million of uh, listings that went into contract when you compare it to 2021 it was 179 million dollars however if you go back to 2020 it was 50 million dollars so that's where we're going to see an increase of 59% so even though that this is an interesting takeaway from the data this past week this 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 week past week there were 28 listings in 2020 there were 29 listings so we looked at a decrease of 3%. But the dollar volume, you have 28 listings to 29, the dollar volume increased by 59%. So basically, the same amount of listings went into contract, but we're seeing the dollar volume increase so much more. Wow. That's due to the low inventory increase, and yeah. the prices um, increasing. Wow. And that's from um, 2020 and 2020. And we're in a
2: deficit again?
3: Yeah. So, all right. So listings coming onto the market, it's something we look pay really close attention to. There were 16 listings that came onto the market. That's it. So wow. if you're, you're doing yeah, math at home, much. it's 28 going into contracts, 16 coming on. It decreases the overall inventory by 12 listings. Mm-hmm. Those 16 listings that came onto the market, there was two over 20, two between 10 and 20 million, one between eight and 10 million, one between six and eight, two between four and six, two between two and four, and only six listings under two million came onto the market this past week. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's your data.
0: There you go. That seems like a good spot to wrap.
3: Christine, any final thoughts?
0: What's going on this weekend? What do you want people to know about you? What you can do for them?
3: Um,
1: Dave's fashion advice. Just give me a call when you're ready to sell or mm-hmm. buy, and uh, you know I will show you the best that Hamptons has to offer.
0: That's perfect. That's great. All right. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, Dave. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Christine. I'm Andrew Dowd. Thank you all so much for listening, and that is what's happening in the Hamptons.